0: You know what? Um, digital signatures doesn't sound like a really exciting topic, uh, but we're going to talk about over the next twenty minutes. Me and Dave is how digital signatures can actually give your law firm a competitive advantage. Uh, and so, Dave, you know we're uh, we've been using digital digital signatures for your law firm and in our in our business now for a bunch of years. Oh yeah. But before this uh, this COVID pandemic, and I hate everything ties to COVID today, but before this COVID 10 pandemic, they were merely a convenience than anything else. And so the tides have turned on it, and we're going to go in depth with that. But before we get started, I'm Jim Gast. I'm joined with Dave Myers right here. And uh, you're watching No Law Firm Left Behind, or maybe you listen to No Law Firm Left Behind. And what we're going to do is show you how to be more competitive in your law firm, how to get your staff and attorneys more productive, and ultimately attract more clients. So that's what we're here for. Uh, so real quick, Dave, you know, uh, I mean, we got a pretty big twist on digital signatures. If you ask me, uh, what's your initial thoughts on on
1: digital signatures, but you know, now versus back over a year ago? Yeah. So. As you mentioned, I've been using digital signatures for years now, and it's been okay. It's been approved, and it's worked really well in certain circumstances, but there was still a lot of hesitancy, a lot of pushback from people who were of the opinion, well, I would just rather do physical signatures. I'd rather be there in person to sign my stuff with you. That mentality's certainly changed over the last 14 months. That's an understatement. And so what we have now is a situation where, and, and you're right, it all does tie back to COVID because that's still the thing that dominates, you know, it is the zeitgeist of where we're at. Yeah, and, what a great word. And so it does touch every aspect of our lives, even one that seems as trivial as how we sign documents. So why is that? I mean, back in, you know, 14 months ago, the default was we meet in person unless there's a reason not to. Now the default in many instances is we don't meet in person. We avoid human contact unless there's a reason we have to. And that mentality is what is driving Further adoption of electronic signature and that process. So, you know, one of the things I want to make sure that we lay right out there at the beginning is that electronic signatures are not a technology. I mean, it is a technology that's behind it, but it's all about a process. It's about changing the way you think about concluding agreements, it's about how we work together, it's about how we finalize the deal. And that's what's really changed. And electronic signatures are really just a tool that facilitates this new way of working together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Jim, what you mentioned right out of the gate is that electronic signatures can serve as a competitive advantage. And it's really makes more sense if you look at it through the lens of it being a process rather than a technology. You know, I um,
0: I I did a little bit of uh, of Google searching on this on some law firms. Right. And you've got law firms that are that are touting how, you know, you don't have to come to our office. We can do virtual meetings. We've got Zoom. We've got teams. We've got whatever, whatever face to face technology. But very few of them are actually really talking about, oh, yeah, our fee agreements online. If you want us to be, a, you know, if you want to if you want to retain us, just go sign our fee agreement. It's already there. Right. Um, we like to put, you know, I don't see law firms talking about we prefer digital signatures over physical signatures, ink signatures wherever possible. It's not something people are actually talking about in a marketing perspective, you know, and that's the twist I think that gives that competitive advantage. It's not that we use them. It's that right. we talk about them and profess them to our clients. Sure, exactly. let's talk about virtual meetings, but who's talking about that that the digital signature?
1: So and I think that's the difference. So where digital signatures play into what you're talking about is when the difference between starting and going part way through the process in a purely online format hey, we do online meetings, you don't need to come here, blah, blah, blah. When we start talking about the electronic signatures, that's what allows you, if properly implemented, to say, hey, we have a completely hands-free approach to this. From beginning to the very end can all be done online. That's the conversation,
0: man. That's the conversation that law firms are missing out on, Dave. People... What COVID horrible situation, horrible scenario, lost my mom to it. I know firsthand how bad it is. Right. But from a business perspective, if you look at and, and evaluate what has happened to our society because of it, and you use that and talk about that and, and, and cater to that,
1: these things become those competitive advantages for your firm what has been forced upon us as a necessity over the last 14 months is something that as the you know as the skies clear and as vaccines continue to roll out and as we slowly ever so slowly start to put this in the rearview mirror we can either ignore the stuff that we were forced to use or we could continue to use it because there's a real benefit to using this new approach versus the one that we had used in the past. Okay. Mm-hmm. There, and, 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 and there's more to it than just people don't have to be together. Okay. Oh, right. um, there's a lot of benefits to electronic signatures that have nothing to do with the physical location of things. Okay. Um, for example, we've all been through closings, right? Maybe not everybody, but we've all been through some sort of contract where we have to sit down and, all right, sign here, you sign. Then somebody goes through, flips a handful more pages. All right, sign here. And you do this exercise for an hour, okay? Or more. Yeah. And then you go, oh, hey, oh, I forgot. I got to go do this one. You know, and then a week later, you get a phone call saying, "Oh, we forgot to sign this document." And then you got to go back in, maybe. Yep. Yeah. And it's a giant pain in the butt, and not just for the customer, but also, you know, I could speak as as the attorney. I don't care how many times I've gone through a document when I have physical wet signatures. You double and you triple check to make sure you've got every signal, every single signature block with a little tabby. So that you don't miss it because you don't want to be embarrassed the next time when you got to call up that client and say, uh, we missed a line. I need you to come back because that just really makes the client right. make you look like a dummy. All right. well,
0: what's not Also, it, yeah, it makes you look like a dummy, but it also not not dummy, but it just doesn't make you look good. Right. But
1: certainly it wastes your time and your client's time,
0: even and if you do truth.
1: it Right. Even if you do it completely right and make sure you have every line tabbed and you get them all signed, think about how much time you spent going through and marking all that stuff up.
0: Right, right, right. In the right.
1: electronics, if you take that and you move it into the electronic signature world, you set it up one time as a template, and then you can go through and it's all just there. It's not going to yeah. let you proceed unless you filled in all the lines. Right. So it prevents, kind of like we, whenever we talk about like document automation, and how it prevents you from messing up the creation of the document. Electronic signatures serve as a check to ensure you don't mess up the execution of those documents.
0: You know, the other thing is, I'm going to circle back to this. In uh, other industries, have adapted. Absolutely, many other industries. And and this is one of your favorites, favorite uh, phrases. And you can't unring that bell. You know, I mean, the bell has been rung. There's a reason DoorDash exists and mm-hmm. is making incredible amounts of money. Right. Or, or at least being incredibly popular. Who knows about the money part of it yet? But there's a reason these convenience things are there. And every business even man, I drove through a uh, drove through a, a drive through of all places uh, here in town. And they never did DoorDash before. They never offered DoorDash before, but oh boy, now they're saying we do DoorDash. You know, because the convenience factor, the mentality is that we we want now to do things easier. Um, look, I live half an hour from downtown Cincinnati, at least, right? Without traffic, it could be with traffic, it'd be forty-five minutes. If I have an attorney downtown it's going to take me 45 minutes to get there and 45 minutes to come back plus parking plus, you know, walk time to wherever office, you know, plus the wait
1: time, plus the wait time. Yep. So, I mean, there's obviously huge time savers there, which in my opinion, more than offset the cost of any Mm -hmm. electronic signature service that you're using. Okay. Fourfold. I just grabbed that number out of the air, but by a lot. Okay. You know, know, 98% of statistics are made up. Exactly. (laughs) But there's a couple other things that you've got as well as just time. And like I said, it it helps you prevent missing things. It increases the amount of documentation like that paper trail. Mm -hmm. You know, you can send a document to multiple people at the same time and you can stay on top of the status of whether that thing's been viewed, whether it's been begun to been signed, when it gets signed, the exact date and time, et cetera, et cetera that's a lot more detail than you have had under a wet signature thing when you would send something out and then you just get it back a week later via the mail. You know, the other
0: thing, Dave, and, and I'm going to mention this um, competitiveness isn't just convenience thing, right? It's also uh, telemetry. Like you're saying right there, when somebody views a document using one of these services, we should get into some of the services in a minute, but when they look at these documents, and you get an email or a notification that uh-huh. that somebody's went to that document somebody's looked at that document and then you also notice they didn't sign it yeah then you have an opportunity to reach out to your customer your client and say hey notice that you didn't look at that dot and you looked at the document but you didn't sign it was there a question right. on it okay Maybe you approach it a different way, but at least you have that knowledge of hey, there's a there's stuff
1: there's something. Or if strange. you've got, or mm-hmm. if you've got an opposing party that has viewed it but not signed yeah. it, and your client right. calls, where are we on this? Well, I can tell you yeah. that you know the other party has viewed it; they just haven't signed it yet. Would you like to their attorney? You know, attorney, you know? But there's there's a ton of different benefits to having all this. Uh, Paper trail is what I call uh, what Mm -hmm. I'm calling it, ironically, um, because there's no paper involved. But, you know, it's that idea. It's that telemetry like you're talking about. So there's one other big benefit I want to talk about with regards to electronic signatures. And this is the whole um, validity of them. That's the overall validity of electronic signatures and when they're valid and when they're not is way beyond the scope of a 20 minute podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do want to point out that many electronic signature services out there will lay out. hey, electronic signatures here are valid in the US, They're valid in the European Union. They meet you know their electronic signature requirements, or any other market that you might be doing business in. They might have their own rules for electronic signatures. Instead of having to go out and make sure that you're meeting all the rules, these services have gone through and gotten verification that if you use our service, then it's going to be accepted in this, that, and the other location. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's done a lot of that homework for you to make sure you're complying in multi-jurisdictional environments. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of benefit to using these electronic signatures. Jim, you know, let, let's let's talk about some of the use cases. You know,
0: let's hit that... Uh, really fast because I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to go over our, our audience. Nope. We got six minutes left. Let's talk about use cases for about two, three minutes and then mm-hmm. we'll move right into some
1: of the very specifics of the, the ones that we see. So within law firms in particular, there's a handful of use cases where they're very, very common, very big benefits of electronic signatures. Mm-hmm. You know, everything from your fee agreements upfront representation letters, uh, If you need to get a client approval to do something, you know, you don't need to send out a consent form and wait for it to be signed and sent back. You can just get that done electronically. Mm -hmm. Um, Anytime you are working on any kind of licensing or non-disclosure privacy kind of things, that is valuable. Anytime you have a high volume practice where there's, repetitiveness, but it's got to be turned quick. Electronic signatures are a great way to yep. go. Yep, yep. Um, also, let's not forget, law firms are businesses. Electronic signatures are a big benefit when it comes to your human resources function for your employees. One of the most powerful, actually,
0: in, 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 in all these use cases, what's nice about this is That's also a repository for signed documents Mm -hmm. in many of those cases. So, if you need to go back and find a signed document as a client or as the law firm, uh, there's a place there for that. And so, um, you know, they don't go away. I mean, I've got documents in Adobe Sign that I've had for decades, right? At least a decade or more. Um, Dave, I'd like to mention a couple of inappropriate uses. And, And we talked about this one thing we didn't talk about is uh, uh, cross-jurisdictional uses. right? That's a tricky area. I'm in California and I'm electronically signing a document that you sent me from Ohio. There are some some considerations that need to be made for something like that.
1: There are, and that's why I suggest that you um, understand the system that you're using. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Let's give an example. And I want to tie this into what you mentioned about who are some of the big players. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so there's a bunch of different ways that you can execute, that you can do electronic signatures. All right. Um, I actually use two different services based on what I'm doing. Um, For my off the cuff, hey, I have a form and I need someone to electronically sign it. I use Adobe Sign. It just works great. I have... Adobe. I have my form in Adobe and I just say, you know what? I'm going to make this an e-signature document. And it goes, where do you want that signature? Cool. Where do you want to email it? Cool. Boom. It just does it. Then it sends it back to me after the person signs it. I wouldn't do that off the cuff in a situation like what you're saying in a multi-jurisdictional environment. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have other services that I would recommend for that situation. So the other one that I use is sign now. I use that for two particular purposes. I use that because they've gone through and they've done their compliance work and they say, oh, signatures that are done through here are accepted here, 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 and here. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, It meets the definition of blah, blah, blah. And so I use that when it's got to be more formal. I also use it when I have to generate what are called signing links. And for those that don't know, a signing link, this is another just kind of huge benefit of electronic signatures. Let's say you have a form that you use a lot. A fee agreement, a non-disclosure agreement. Mm -hmm. What you can do is you can generate that template document, create a link. They are, um, they are, uh, and, and sorry, I had something pop up. It distracted me. Yeah, me too. Sorry. A single individual can go out, click that link, and it creates a fresh copy of that form for them to sign. So I don't have to even bother going out and resending it to everybody. If I'm talking to someone, I can just say, oh, yeah, go to my website, click this link, and boom, there you go. And well, it's you all can there. actually embed that link on your website,
0: on yeah. your on Facebook, on yeah. your LinkedIn. Or wherever you want. Yeah. 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 And it's a fresh copy every time. They, and, and so what
1: service do you use that actually does that one again? I use now. And it's a sign now feature. That's a nice one. But it's it's there's several of them out there. I mean, yeah. you know, there's other big players: Echo Sign, Hello Sign, DocuSign. Uh, they're all very similar to the sign now. Um, the, they all have their varying price points too. In exactly. What they do. Exactly. And you just got to find what works for you. Then you've got your off the cuff. That's what I call it. Okay, they're they're fully legit. All right, but I use it ad hoc. I use Adobe Sign. Um, but we have a lot of clients that are using Nitro, and the Nitro PDF package actually has unlimited electronic signatures yeah. included as part of your PDF package. So that's a huge benefit if somebody's looking for a PDF editor and considering electronic
0: expensive than Adobe
1: yeah. and you have the online online portion yeah. of it as well. exactly. So I mean, that's more the ad hoc sort of yeah. thing. So there's another, Instance, Jim, you talk about where it's not appropriate. Yeah, go. Um, there are still some documents that have to have legit wet signatures. OK, uh, in a lot of jurisdictions, uh, estate planning documents, mm-hmm. wills and things like that still have to be signed, mm-hmm. you know, actually signed. Uh, that's actually starting to change a little bit. There are some jurisdictions that are starting to do electronic signatures for wills.
0: It becomes quite the, quite the challenge as well. So I'm okay. sorry. Right. Witnessing. So, if you
1: need witnesses on a document, that's witnesses. Um, electronic notarization is something yep. that is still well, that's actually becoming game, very popular. But it's becoming much more popular. Um, and then there's one last thing that I want to point out. We're right at twenty minutes, but I do want to make sure I mention this. Sometimes that personal touch is necessary. Sometimes somebody wants to sit there with you when they go through this huge moment in their life. They don't want to do it by themselves in their kitchen. OK, they want to be able to ask questions as they think of them, as they go through the signing process. And so they might want that in-person meeting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be aware that you can still utilize and benefit from electronic signatures, even if you meet in person. That's right. You still get the benefit of a couple clicks to get it all signed, making sure you don't miss anything, having electronic everything electronically documented, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You just happen to do the electronic signatures. Sitting in person to give that personal touch. So it's not a mutually exclusive situation. So you can use the two together. Absolutely. Well,
0: Dave, you know, again, this was just a primer on the topic, right? There's so many other things to be considered here. Security, uh, you know, PII, PHI, all kinds of considerations to be made. But um, but, you know, I, I think that, that as a primer, this is a good place to be. So real quick, um, you know, again, I'm Jim Gassas, Dave Myers. We're This is No Law From Left Behind. And uh, we have a LinkedIn group and that is called No Law From Left Behind. Sorry for the ugly URL. Uh, do yourself a favor. If you if you want to join our group on LinkedIn, use your phone. Take a quick snapshot of this so you don't have to write it down feverishly to try to remember that uh, horrible link. Uh, That's a that's a it's a slam by the way on LinkedIn. Please get us pretty vanity URLs for our groups, Um, but that's our group on LinkedIn. You'll get updates on this and more of our live streams as well as other other content that we publish there. In addition to that, uh, we actually have a. um, We will turn these to podcast every week, so we've got a QR code here on the screen. Grab your phone and uh, hope hope. uh, Use your QR code reader that whether it's your camera or QR code application and link over to that. Uh, also, we post a link at the in each one of these uh, these live streams, too. So you can find it there, too. Dave, thanks a lot. I think it was a great topic. Um, you know, you know what? We can't go wrong with anything that just makes us a little bit more competitive and just right. gives us an edge. So uh, thanks a lot for this one. Guys, take care. We appreciate your time watching and listening.
1: Have a great week, okay. okay, everyone. See you.